Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Jesus Stories number 29, Wandering Toward Home. I'm George Taylor, your storyteller. This is the first episode of Wandering Home. We'll have several of them, by the way. Today's Jesus Story episode starts the final journey, the physical journey, that is, for Jesus from Capernaum to Jerusalem. This will be his last trip to a city in which he loved. Remember, this is a walking journey, and he doesn't take a direct route. Along the way, he will teach and heal, and that's where we are going to start, with the healing in this episode. Jesus will also send out others ahead of him who are commissioned to help spread the word of the kingdom. And finally, we're going to hear a famous parable and Jesus' interpretation of it. These Jesus stories are sponsored or supported by you and other listeners who appreciate this story. Are you a supporter of this podcast? For this new year of 2022, would you consider being a supporter if you're not one yet? It's very easy to make a one-time contribution or to set up a regular monthly contribution. Just go to our website, jesusstories.info, click on the Support This Podcast tab in the menu. Links there will take you to the appropriate sites to make this contribution. And if you prefer giving in a different way, click on my email address there and let me know how you'd like to help. Or you can send me a DM on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The links are in the show notes or on the website, jesusstories.info. And again, that's jesusstories.info. Not in the last episode, that was a Christmas episode, but in episode 27, we left Jesus in Jerusalem at the end of the Feast of Tabernacles. He has taught some pointed lessons about his identity. 
He said that he is spiritual drink for the world and the light of the world. He extended mercy to a woman caught in adultery in an attempt to trap him, and he heals a man born blind, much to the dismay of the religious leaders. He's returned to his home base of Capernaum for the last part of his ministry in Galilee. It's obvious to him that the opposition to his ministry is growing. It is coming to the time for him to leave to go back to Jerusalem for the very last time. The scripture, Luke, the writer here, tells us, As the time drew near for him to ascend to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. Apparently, he was planning to travel through Samaria. Now, remember, Samaria offers the most direct route between Capernaum and Jerusalem. But as we saw early on in our story, most Jews didn't travel through Samaria. They despised the Samaritans that much. Jesus, however, has been through Samaria before. We heard about that encounter in episode number seven. And in order to prepare for his travel through the province, he sent messengers ahead of him to get things ready. But his messengers reported back that Jesus and his party were not welcome there since he was passing through to Jerusalem. The Samaritans didn't like the Jews either. James and John, two of the apostles, asked Jesus if he wanted them to call down fire from heaven to destroy them. Jesus rebukes his apostles, and they move on to another village. Now, at this point, he's traveling along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he comes to a village there, ten men with a skin disease, leprosy, come to him but standing at a distance. That was a requirement of the law. They were to stand apart from people and shout, unclean, unclean, to let people know that they had this communicable disease. These men cry out to Jesus, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And Jesus has mercy on them as they request. He tells them, go show yourselves to the priests. So the men were not to be healed by touching or by a direct spoken word. They were to be healed by doing what Jesus told them to do. Go show yourselves to the priest. Where does that come from? In Jewish law, anyone who had a skin disease had to live their lives isolated from the general population. There would be colonies of people with these diseases outside a town. Anyone who was healed was required to go to the priest. The priest would examine them outside of town, and if they were healed, the priest would hold a purification ceremony. After the ceremony, the healed person would bathe and put on new clothing. They were then free to return to the general population. However, they still had more rituals to attend to, but their lives were now in with the population, not outside. Their lives were changed by this healing. Such was the case with these ten men. They were healed by going to the priest in their obedience to Jesus' command. One of the men, a Samaritan, when he saw that he was healed, came back to Jesus shouting, Praise God! He fell to the ground thanking Jesus for his healing. And Jesus asked him, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? 
Now, this is a remarkable statement considering the last encounter with Jesus and his followers had with the Samaritans. While the Samaritans had rejected Jesus and his followers, Jesus didn't reject them. He healed them when asked. Jesus tells the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. Jesus then appoints 72 disciples and sent them in pairs to all the towns and places he planned to visit. This is similar to what we've seen before. Remember, Jesus sent his chosen 12 out earlier to preach, teach, and heal. These 12 were limited to visiting Jewish cities, but this group of 72 was to go to all the places Jesus planned to visit, and not all of them were Jewish. He gives them instructions for their journey and the job they are to do. They're not the same instructions he gave before, so let's walk through them. First, he tells them to pray. The harvest is great, he says, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. In other words, there aren't enough people really to do the job they are assigned to do. So they are to pray for help. Then he tells them to put all their trust in Jehovah God for their protection and provision. They were going into dangerous territory, but they were not to take anything with them. Then he tells them not to be delayed or deterred in their mission. The words he uses in the scriptures are, don't stop to greet anyone on the road. In those days, a conversation on the road could result in a days-long initiation to spend time together. These disciples had a job to accomplish and couldn't afford the delay. They had to stay focused. They're to stay in one place in the towns they enter. As long as the host, remember there are not multiple chains of hotels at the time, is a man of peace. They are to stay, eat what is offered, drink what is offered. And remember, this might include foods that the Jews considered unclean. The mission was to heal and preach. Heal the sick, Jesus tells them. And tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. A simple message backed up with a miracle to validate the message. What happens if this message, this preaching, is rejected by the town? Jesus says, in essence, don't waste your time. Listen to this. But if a town refuses to welcome you, go out into its streets and say, we wipe even the dust of your town from our feet to show you that we have abandoned you to your fate. And know this, the kingdom of God is near. Then he compares this rejection to other cities who are well known in the scriptures who have rejected the message of Jehovah God. Starting with Sodom, whom Jehovah God rained down fire, and that's literal fire, for their rejection of him, Jesus continues by pointing out cities that he had visited, Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum, and felt their rejection. He says that if he had performed the same miracles in the wicked cities of Tyre and Sidon, cities which were not Jewish, those cities would have repented. Yes, he says, Tyre and Sidon would be better off on Judgment Day than you. Finally, he reminds his disciples that anyone who accepts the message they preach is accepting Jesus. If they reject the message, they're rejecting Jesus not the disciple. In other words, the response from the listener is not a personal response. Now, we don't know how long these 72 disciples were out preaching and healing. The scriptures jumped to the point where they returned, and it was a joyful reunion. 
Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. And Jesus' response was, yes, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. And he continues, I've given you authority over the power of Satan, but don't rejoice because of that. Rejoice because your names are etched in heaven. Then Jesus breaks out into prayer. In the power of the Holy Spirit, he prays, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. So did you catch that? Those who are wise and clever, those who are learned, have the things of Jehovah God and Jesus hidden from them? and those who are childlike will understand. Jesus turns to his disciples. He says, My Father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the Son except the Father, and no one truly knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Blessed are the eyes that see what you have seen. I tell you, many prophets and kings longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. In other words, there are secrets which Jehovah God holds from us. We cannot truly know him unless Jesus chooses to reveal him to us. Many prophets and kings wanted to see what the disciples have seen or hear what they've heard, he says. But such knowledge was withheld from men. But you... Are blessed to have seen and heard. Then Jesus issues an invitation. This invitation is to the man, Jesus. It is an invitation to come to Jesus for rest from heavy spiritual burdens. Take my yoke upon you, he says. This is an agricultural image. Imagine two oxen who are yoked together or tied together to pull a wagon. Jesus is saying that he's pulling with us. For my yoke, he says, is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Rest had to sound good to the people of the first century. They had been living with laws, over 600 of them, passed down from the time of Moses. And at that time, the people had been promised rest in a promised land. However, their disobedience had blocked that rest. Jesus is now coming when promising that rest. Listen to this scripture. It's paraphrased in the message, uh, which is a very modern translation. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Jesus is still on the road. He's meandering toward Jerusalem. He stops to teach, to minister per usual, and an expert in the religious laws stops to ask him a question. A question which was meant to find out an opinion that Jesus held on a particular subject. This was probably one which had been debated among the experts for a while. The question, teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Now, Jesus, being the smart teacher, answers with a question for his questioner. What does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? 
The man answers correctly. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. These are quotes from the Torah, the law in which this man was an expert. Jesus affirms his response. He says, do this and you will live. The man comes back with this question. And who is my neighbor? This question has a motive behind it. The scriptures tell us that the man wanted to justify his actions. He wanted to be looked on as a righteous man. Maybe he was looking for a loophole. In Jewish interpretation, a neighbor was someone who was part of the same religious community. This would exclude people like the Samaritans, which we talked about at the top of this episode. Jesus uses a story, a parable, in order to answer the man's question. A man was traveling on a road from Jerusalem to Jericho. This road is a dangerous piece of ground. It's only about 17 miles long, but it falls some 3,300 feet in elevation. It was traveled by all kinds of people, government officials, Jewish religious and political figures, and there were criminals who took advantage of this population traveling a crooked road with narrow passes. The man whom we know nothing about is attacked, robbed, stripped of his clothing, and left for dead on the side of the road. A priest comes by the man, but rather than help him, the priest passes around the victim. A Levite, these are the men who took care of the temple, came upon the man, and he does the same. He passes the man by. A Samaritan, there's that nationality again, he comes by. He sees the man and has compassion for him. He goes over to the man, soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine, bandaged his wounds, put the man on his donkey, and took him to an inn to continue taking care of him. The next day, he gives money to the innkeeper to continue the care. This wasn't a small sum. He gave him the equivalent of 24 days' wages and agreed to pay anything more than it might cost. Now, Jesus asks, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? The teacher responds, the one who showed him mercy. Jesus drives the point home. Yes, now go and keep on doing the same. The scriptures end the story there. We don't know how the man reacted. And we're going to end there for this episode as well. These Jesus stories are supported by you, the listeners to this podcast. If you've benefited from these stories, I invite you to pray about and consider supporting this podcast, either with a one-time donation or an ongoing donation. Just visit our website, jesusstories.info. Click on the support this podcast tab in the menu. You'll find out how to support us both one time or maybe even continually. Did you know we're on Patreon as well? There's a great place to check out this podcast and the stuff that will be coming soon for those who support us in an ongoing manner. Ongoing donations can be set up for as little as $3 a month. Think about it. Pray about it, won't you? All of these Jesus stories are available on your favorite podcast player. However, people find out about us because you write reviews and rate us. So will you tell others about us? By the way, I've got a special way for you to share the podcast in real life. Check out the webpage, jesusstories.info. Click on the Share This Podcast tab in the menu. In our next episode, Jesus will continue meandering around 
toward Jerusalem. And we'll meet a couple of ladies who share their house with Jesus. We'll hear a teaching on prayer. And Jesus will make an appearance in Jerusalem for Hanukkah, only to leave for an area he hasn't ministered in yet. He'll start teaching with stories of parables there as well. So that's in our next Jesus Story episode. I pray you'll join us then. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.